Hey, this is Derek Wetmore, co-host of the Touch Em All podcast. Special episode today, I joined Patrick Royce's radio show on 1500 ESPN to talk about some breaking news, that Fernando Romero has been inserted in the Twins rotation, Phil Hughes has been bumped to the bullpen. So I figured I'd share this episode with you guys on the podcast so that you could hear the radio side of things. And with the breaking news, Phil and I weren't going to be back on the mics until Wednesday. I uh, just wanted to give you a little special in-between episode of the Touch Em All podcast. Here it is. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed saying Touch Em All. Way back and gone! Touch Em All, Joe Maurer! And now these guys are making it relevant to this year's Twins. Now our two resident hardball nerds will attempt to Touch Em All on the week's news surrounding the Twins in MLB. Here's Phil Mackey and Derek Wetmore. Uh, Derek Wetmore is with us in the press box at uh, Target Field. So, uh, Fernando Ramo, uh, Romero on the way up. Uh, do you suspect that we're at the end of the line with Phil Hughes, or do you believe they're sending him to the bullpen? Uh, they are sending him to the bullpen for now, Pat. But uh, if what we saw against the Reds and against the Yankees in his first two starts, if that's all he's got left, I'm not sure how valuable he'll be to them out of the bullpen. But they are going to, for now, send him out there in sort of a long relief role and, uh, I guess, hope that he gets it back. So what this is telling us is that somebody is only here for two days, and uh, whether it's John Curtis or somebody else, right? Well, you could do a couple of things, and one of them is a, a scary news update. Not scary, just bad for the Twins, in that Miguel Sano, who should be good to go by now, went out running on the field, and um, Paul Mulder said it did not go well today. So, right. I don't know, maybe I'm connecting the dots there that says DL could be happening on Wednesday, or else they could just do what they do every day and send out a pitcher. Uh, well, but they're not going to go to 14 pitchers, for God's sakes. Not even these guys are stupid <laughs> enough to do that. Hey, they're not I've been wrong that. before. Nick Gordon. Where's Nick Gordon? Chattanooga or Rochester? I thought he was in Rochester. It's yeah, like, he is. He's playing well. Get him up here and have him play third base and put this guy on the disabled list. They, they'll be waiting for him for a month. Yeah. I mean, they, he went out to try to test it today, and I, I personally, I was expecting that this was going to be a one-day thing, sit him down, and then he's back up. Because this guy could, I mean, even if he's not running at full speed, you know, he provides value with his bats, you'd think, try to rush him back into the lineup and the fact that he's down for a third day with this, I, I would think if he's not ready to go tomorrow, Pat, that they would look to do some kind of disabled list. Then. Well, but when when is when has anybody ever gotten cured rapidly, especially right. him? It doesn't. They right. they they've, they convinced themselves that uh, he'd be the last guy in the world that you would suspect to recover quickly from a hamstring problem. So there uh, is a lot of hamstring there to strain. Yes, yes there is. It's. Uh, now, uh, I, I would think that it would be uh, really uh, a bad idea to uh, say, okay, we don't have to do anything in the infield here. We'll, uh, we'll bring up another outfielder or something. Uh, I, you know, why not take a look at the Gordon kid for two weeks? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I think that there's this, this feeling that uh, playing with a short bench is okay, and I don't know that the manager shares that view. Uh, oh. We asked Mahler today about... You know, how long can you wait around for Sano as you wait on this? And uh, he, he made it seem like it wouldn't be too long. They'd have to make a decision one way or the other here, um, whether it's Gordon or somebody else, just to give him something. Because if Escobar's in the starting lineup and 
Adrianza's mm-hmm. in the starting lineup. That doesn't leave you a whole lot of options. Well, and, uh, you know, putting uh, this guy on the disabled list with an actual injury is makes a lot more sense than putting Buxton on the disabled list with a headache. <laughs> well, as somebody who suffers from migraines, I can say that's a little bit different than just a headache. But I know, there are people... but what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not bad-mouthing him in any way, but they come and they go. They don't stay for sure. days and days and days. They don't stay for a week, generally speaking. They haven't right. with him, so there was no sense in putting him on the DL, in my opinion. That surprised me a little bit, too, that, you know, I've had migraines that take me out of a day of work, Pat, but it's uh, usually fine the next day. Uh, I don't know what he deals with because they they seem to be a lot different than what I've experienced, but I will say that for Buxton's part, he's given it a go. He stood in there against pitchers today to try to see if he could just tolerate sort of the load-bearing thing now on the broken toe. And he's going to try to run tomorrow. I think if that goes okay, they're hopeful that he'll be back sooner than later. At this point, I don't know if I'd be surprised if Buxton doesn't beat Sano back to the starting line. He'll beat him back, no problem. Uh, (laughs) So what else is uh, Molitor saying about his his team? Well, he's, of course, worried about the short starts that they've had, and any manager would be. But I think he's genuinely excited about Fernando Romero taking over for Hughes. I, I think sometimes, Pat, you can hear guys that you you could hear someone in the organization talking up a top prospect and you think okay you're just sort of being nice you're you're sort of selling this to me right but in the case of Romero I think they're legitimately excited about the stuff the the electric fastball that he brings and I think that uh Molitor's he he did bring up the walks so control is going to continue to be an issue for Romero but the fact that he has the fastball to go with a pretty good changeup and working on a slider. I think they're excited about the future for him. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he, I saw him a couple of times this spring. I yeah. like him a lot. But, uh, set reasonable expectations because he's still young, but I do think that there's a chance he comes and just puts a stranglehold on that rotation spot. Yeah, well, they uh, they need something good to happen here. At least uh, I was pointing out they don't have Donaldson, Bautista, or yes. uh, or Encarnacion in the lineup, so it, it might be safe to stand and le- sit in left field because uh, 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 the Blue Jays have always come in here and hit more home runs than anybody. Yeah, somebody asked Muller. They said the Blue Jays have sort of done what they've done at Target Field the last couple of years, but most of those guys are gone, and Molly says, yeah, that's too bad. You know, he was really disappointed about missing those big bombers in the middle of their lineup today. Well, yeah, it, uh, it, it's. Uh, I I think that they were, they were going to have a hard time uh, looking everybody in the eye and saying they're going to run Phil out there again the way he's throwing right now. So I just wonder if uh, there's a not a, if there's a not a subplot going on with him here and uh, you know the old ten uh, day DL twenty day rehab and see if he can get his act together. Yeah, but I mean, if we're talking about the thoracic outlet syndrome, he had that second surgery, what, nine months ago now. I I start to look at it now, Pat, and last year yeah. was sort of, uh, it's like, oh, here's our last resort. This is the desperation. Let's give him a second surgery because maybe the first one didn't work. And they were just all optimism about him this spring. Now, at this point, you're far enough removed from the surgery, and unless uh, unless there's some other injury or something, boy, what we saw in the two starts from him in New York, and then here against the Reds, 
I'm I'm just not sure what else. Uh, he can if really he can't get point. it back up to 93, uh, he can't he can't pitch because he, no, he's a he fastball. Was, he never had a mix of pitches. It's a fastball and a cutter. When his great year was a fastball and a cutter, the changeup is uh, some, the slider. That's all. Those are all fourth string pitches for him. And if he doesn't have the fastball, uh, God love him. Uh, the injuries got him, and uh, and it didn't work out. So and he's, he's 31, so you don't like to say guys cooked at that age but if it's just multiple surgeries in a couple of years back to back and we haven't seen him get back to the sort of uh strike throwing machine that he was for the twins early uh yeah there's uh if you're a major league hitter he's not exactly putting fear in your heart when you walk up to the plate these days all right thanks Derek. thanks patrick uh Derek wetmore uh, reporting from a target uh, a field and uh, Fernando Rano, Ramo, Romero coming up. He's good, kids, uh, folks. You'll like him.